Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. Hey, everybody. It's the Title IX podcast and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I am Steph Copley here with Elisa Woods. And BFF Jared has joining us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Can we give him a round of applause? He's here. I'm here every time. <laughs> you no. were last time, Jared. Well, no. I mean, I Listen, was The last was two here, times. Was here. No. Mm. You were here, and then you f- realized that we didn't have any of the equipment, so we had to disperse, and then we did it by ourselves, so well, you weren't I, here. Well, that's what I'm saying. I was here. Shut up. And then the time before that, you were so busy. So busy. So busy. You couldn't deal with us, so you just went and worked. So it's been a month since you've participated. Oh, damn, in- I got mustard on my shirt. <laughs> well, clearly he's really into it tonight, too. <sighs> that's karma. It's a white shirt. Like, that's... Damn. You want some uh, stain removal tips? We'll give them to you after the pod. That's a bummer. Buy something that says stain removal on it and then put yeah, it on it. I have a perfect solution to every stain. Do you? Yes. Club soda? No. Does oh. that work too? Yeah. You know the blue yeah. uh, dish soap? Is it Dial? Oh, yeah. Is it Dial? Is I don't know. I have a Dawn. I have Dawn. 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 Okay. It's blue Dawn. You put blue Dawn on that. Isn't that what they use to clean the ducks? Yes. It is. Yes. If it's good enough for the ducks. Trust me. By God, it's good enough Good enough enough for for your mustard. (laughs) Just trust me. You go home, you put that on, you let it sit overnight. In in the blue dawn? Well, you put the blue dawn on this, like, you you spot it. Or what's it called? You spot clean it. it. You have to wear it while you're doing it, though. The heat of your body activates the dawn. (laughs) She's lying about that part. That makes sense. But then there's some stuff. It's called borax. Do you ever use borax? You know, I just uh, throw it away and buy a new one. Because I'm a money money bag. (laughs) Anyway, I'll send you more tips later. But don't don't you despair, buddy. We'll get that mustard right out of that sweatshirt. I mean, I feel like if I just went home and put it in the washing machine, it probably would clean off. Not mustard. But mustard it, is tricky. No, because if it doesn't, and then, then you've, you've dry set it. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Trust us. I just got this sweatshirt too. That's this why, is a bummer. This is no, it's not because we no. just told you how to get rid of it. We did. I'm nervous. <sighs> you know how I know that's new? The little, uh, the little, what are these called? The little plastic things the at the end of the. Things s- aren't all chewed up. <laughs> They're made of metal, so. It's a hooded sweatshirt for everyone's visuals. Yes. And the strings. A New Balance basketball signed by. Uh, Kawhi, I would assume. Oh, I guess that's probably the only (laughs) (laughs) basketball player wearing New Balance these days. Uh, yeah, Shea Gilchrist Alexander does now, I think. But yeah, but that's a real one. short name there. So yeah, I'm thinking it's Kawhi. Well, well anyway, now that we we've go. talked yeah. about Jared's mustard, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Not how I anticipated this pod starting, but welcome to Title IX. Welcome. <laughs> we are going to talk about a wild weekend in football news, which is crazy because I thought, oh, we're finally, you know, we've we've got through the wild part, but yeah. then everybody decided we're coming back. Yeah. And then just. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Browns, but okay, yeah. (laughs) Well, I was just going to say we'll talk about that too. That was also wild. That was wild. Um, The hits just keep coming with the men's basketball team. Yeah. Talk about that. And then the bright spot of the evening will be the women's basketball team because it's raining threes, baby. (laughs) But. Of course, we have to start out our pod by thanking our sponsor, the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Hoody hoo! hoo! So classes now, it sounds like start, what, the 25th? Because yeah. they pushed it back a little bit? Yeah. Because I was thinking, you know, they were probably getting really excited to have students back, but they're going to have to wait a little bit longer. A little 
longer. But thanks to the Ivy College of Business for sponsoring this pod uh, every couple of weeks. And of course, our entire podcast network is fueled by Cody Road and the other great spirits made by our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company in LeClaire. So support the Cyclones, support Cyclone Fanatic by picking up a bottle of your favorite uh, Mississippi River Distilling Company product today. And you guys are always sending us tweets about what you found and i love it it's yes. been such a fun part of the sponsorship so thanks guys and then one last little housekeeping thing we've kind of took a break uh sponsor uh, highlighting our super patrons during bowl season because it was just bananas but we're back to it and uh our super patron tonight is tom nelson he's been a fanatic since he was a little kid when his sister decided to attend iowa state and his parents got football season tickets so uh he said football has always been his favorite but he's a big fan of everything isu he said the information, analysis, and insight from Chris, Bloom, Jared, Rob, Jay, and everyone else. He clearly meant us and the everyone else. Yeah. He just didn't want us to get our yeah. heads too big. Sometimes it's hard <laughs> to say my name, so I get it. He said uh, our analysis is the best. We do a fantastic job, and he's grateful for it. And, Tom, we are grateful to you. Thank you to you and all the other um, super patrons. And, of course, if you're interested, check out all the benefits and um, things we've got going on for the um, Patreon membership on the website all right let's do this let's do it football holy smokes we all coming back <laughs> like 20 of 23 starters right 19 oh, i think actually is it 19? i don't know i tried to tally jared do you know the final tally uh how many people are coming back or how many starters is it 20 of 23 yeah i think it's uh uh saner jaquan um, Kenny doesn't count as a starter. And Lawrence White, oh, yep. I think, is the only other one yeah. that's not. Yep, that was my list. So, point being, holy smokes, there are a lot are yeah. coming back. So many. I don't, it's just awesome. And it was, it was so fun kind of watching how everybody you know gradually announced it and charlie's was my favorite I no know. graphic just no. like i'm coming, I'm coming state back. not capitalized <laughs> just like uh, he typed it real quick yeah. it was like a spur of the moment sunday right. morning tweet i'm i'm right i'm coming back like he's on the pot like crap i should probably like <laughs> i should let him know <laughs> yeah i just loved it it just seemed so i've you know i've never met him in person but that seemed to me the most fitting tweet ever for him yeah so. and i'm sure people were like are you coming back are you coming? everyone's asking him and yeah. he's like yo i don't even know where my phone is right, right now <laughs> like, it was just so great did you see uh we finished number nine in the ap poll i'm sure you saw that yeah and it's been fun the last 24 hours jared you were up tweeting late last night all of the different way too early uh preseason polls and i think from i tried to keep track of them all but the highest i saw us at was number six and that was from cbs and then i think joel clatt had us at number six too but top 10 unanimously yeah holy smokes i love it the things that i'm the most excited about it's just like it's these names that are everyday names that we know and it's just gonna be so fun like imagine like imagine your favorite basketball team like imagine niang saying like i'm coming back for another year like that would be so cool because like we got to know you like yeah and you're you're right it became a household name (laughs) right yeah so it's just these like fun household names like chase allen is gonna be 24 (laughs) like that's all that's all (laughs) that's a elderly what does that make us college football <laughs> player that makes elderly. us not college football <laughs> that's fair <laughs> that's fair 
just I don't know and it's exciting and it's it's fun to see like Jake Hummel playing you know local dude staying for another year um Eisworth has started 16 consecutive games it's gonna be fun for him to play some more um oh I was one really fun thing that has nothing to do with all of them staying but was Rike's mom's name Cinderella did you know that? I didn't know that that's amazing yes that's awesome I'd like to meet her if you're listening, Cinderella, Cinderella, we'll have you on the pod. Oh my! How did you that? figure that out? Um, just on their uh, on their bios oh, okay. on the ISU site, it yeah. says their parents' names. Because I was kind of looking. Okay, like who's going to be the oldest yeah. one on this team? And it might be Chase Allen. I think he was born in 1997 but anyways and then it says why like, would you say that name. out loud because that makes me feel even older I know. thanks a lot Alisa. i'm sorry mm. i think i'm older than you you though. are you are so, you mm. sure are you wouldn't know by all my um <laughs> non-wrinkles Ooh. or my non-gray hair <laughs> right <laughs> i tried to okay this is just real tangent i tried to put um rose gold in my hair the other day and it didn't stay yeah, but your hair already has that. I know, but I wanted it to be pink. I, I want okay. pink hair. I think you need to have pink hair. I've been very vocal about I this I know. To my you. stylist won't do it. She says it's a lot of upkeep. Well, you tell your stylist that that's her <laughs> job, okay? <laughs> Listen, my stylist knows me. This is probably the first time you've ever seen me with my hair down. It looks really nice. Thank you. Yeah, it does. I did it. Anyway, football. <laughs> my Cinderella. <laughs> Cinderella. Am I, I just, I mean, do you have more? Because I just have one just, final I mean, thought. There was a lot of hubbub about Brees Hall, but he couldn't leave. Oh, right, right. He's, he's a sophomore, so I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah, I saw, actually saw a lot of people confused about that. Yeah, which was people like waiting on his announcement, right. and it was like, okay, well, he can't leave. No, he legit He's has got to. one fab year left, most likely. And that's a good one way. One Heisman year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She's not kidding, though. <laughs> For real. <laughs> You should see her. She's giving me like the evil witch eyes right now. Like, <laughs> you know, every single day I'm gonna be like on fa- on Twitter, like, hey, Dan Patrick, I know that you're voting for the Heisman. I'm probably out of characters, but please vote for vote for that Bryce Hall kid. Bryce Hall. My, I'm just gonna try to enjoy this ride. Uh, there's gonna be so much to cover between now and you know spring, and and then eventually between now and. Uh, the start of the season and I'm just going to eat up every last piece of content that we produce because you know I'd like to think that this could be sustained success and I have every reason to think it will be with Matt but it's you just never know so I want to enjoy it all yeah and I just think that I mean Honestly, we see it with the basketball team. We've had yeah, that's high a great point. highs with the basketball team, and it was sustained for a while. But, you know, and basketball is a little bit different. You know, you can be great one year, and then the next year kind of drop off, and then come back the year after that and be great again. But you don't see that a lot in football. It's kind of a... It's a slower build, and it's yeah, a slower decline. Yeah. 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 So... We'll see. We'll I see. don't. I don't. I definitely didn't want to be playing Alabama. Okay, <laughs> can we talk about that? That's next on the list for me. Okay, Man. we were. You and I were both excited for that game, yes. and we tweeted about this. But it kind. There was not a lot of buzz about it. No. And, um, the viewership Here anyway. Yeah, and the viewership was way down nationally. Yeah. But it's interesting to me because I was jacked for it. They started coverage at like. 2 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Like, y'all, we don't need to start at 2 p.m. Well, th- that's fair. And I, But I just thought, 
I, and I don't know. I, I have had maybe an opposite reaction of most people. Sports has become such a dis- positive distraction for me. Like I have, I'm watching things that I ne- never and paying attention to teams that I never would have just because it's a, it's like an escape for me mentally. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that had something to do with it. And I thought a lot of people were like that, but I think maybe I'm an outlier in that yeah. respect. I think for me, I just was really excited to see Alabama play. And did they play? Ooh, did they? Holy cow. They good. They real good. <laughs> Let's hope a lot of them players don't come back next year. It was insane. Ooh. I had fun watching, but obviously, I, it, you know, by the beginning of the fourth quarter, it was out of reach. So I, that kind of lost interest at that point. But I mean, the, it, it was tough because, like, I really wanted to watch Devontae keep playing yes and, and then the finger yeah that he dislocated his finger and even with just a half of a game he still broke an insane amount of records if you weren't watching that game <laughs> and you didn't know better you could very well assume that that was an entire game's worth of stats oh right yeah right yeah definitely yeah i mean it was like what four yards short of the the record i think you mean the national championship record yeah yeah yeah, I didn't look it up, so I'm I'm just gonna rely on. I you. have it somewhere here, but the record set last year was 221 yards um, by LSU's Lamar Chase. So yeah, and he had 215. Freak show. That's bananas. It is bananas. And the crazy thing is, I don't know that he'll get taken in the first round. He, I mean, people are like, oh, maybe the Jets will take him, but who's gonna throw to no, him? Right. From the Jets? <laughs> Right, they like, won't. Yeah, unless you put him up there to throw the ball. And Which, at this point, maybe he can. He right? probably could, to be honest. And he's a little guy. He's tall, but he is a skinny mini. And he, uh, just the speed of... And it, it just... It's obviously... This is how it should be. But the speed of some of those guys, it's just... A, it's next level. Yeah, it's insane. I I don't know. I It was not the close game that I wanted, but I Alabama is ridiculous. You didn't want a close game. You no, wanted Ohio I, No, I did State want a close game. Get... I wanted a close game, and then I wanted their hearts to get ripped out and uh, stomped on. No. That didn't happen. I, I They were – I think their hearts got stomped on in the first half. In the first yeah, quarter, I just wanted maybe. like – I just wanted a real heartbreaker for them. Yeah. I, I, my hatred for the Big Ten is – really unhealthy at this point. <laughs> you wanted like you wanted like bent over tears towel oh, like over the head little kids crying okay <laughs> maybe like not that northwestern bad. yes <laughs> basketball yes. kid like why uh i just i listen ohio state deserved to be in the playoff in terms of the quality you of their team you can't even say it i can't the <laughs> the path they took to get there was hot garbage and that is a hill i will die on and no one will convince me differently it's a true story and i hope that by next year my ire for the big 10 has calmed down a little bit yes but if they pull if they try to pull a we are holier than thou on anything ever again i will lose it lose it <laughs> To bring this game a little closer to home, um, I'm a little, I don't, don't want to say that I'm concerned, but I'm curious what Steve Sarkeesian's going to do oh, yeah. at Texas next year. So offensive coordinator for Alabama. Yeah. Played his last game, played, coached, coached his last game with um, Alabama and is now going to be the head coach at Texas. And he is a great offensive mind, but I'm curious because I, I look at the NFL and I look at the students of Belichick haven't done all that mm-hmm. well you know like they're a hot commodity everybody wants them and then the lions get them 
and he doesn't do anything with a great quarterback for many years. So anyways, I I don't know that it necessarily translates. I would be curious how much of the offensive scheme is his brainchild and how right. much of it is Nick Saban. Right. So I think that'll be a very interesting I think so thing too. to happen next year. I just um that whole scenario at Texas is interesting to me. They they are and I'm you know, we owe Texas a lot at Iowa State and I'm I hate admitting it, but we do. But they also have that air about them, the we are holier than thou, you know, like the superiority complex and it's it is wild to watch. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I thought that was and Brent and Chris talked about it a lot on their pod. I thought it was a weird hire I thought it was a weird firing first of all to yeah. get rid of Herman yeah and then I thought it was a weird hire but who knows it's gonna make it interesting yeah I don't know that it'll necessarily translate in the first year no that he's there but right. we'll see yeah. it'll, it's gonna be I mean I don't necessarily know that he's one to keep his mouth shut either so right. at least we, we can have some <laughs> entertainment value yes, yes definitely. did you enjoy uh wild card weekend yeah, of course you did. Bananas. It was fun. That was I, bananas. I I have I enjoy the NFL. Yes. I don't I don't necessarily have a favorite team. You know, I'm just but and this year I think it's because Iowa State's been so good. I've just not cared about watching on Sundays. It's like yeah. my fix has been on Saturdays with the yeah. college. But Wild Card Weekend, I, it was a blast. It was like the the Browns were Michael Jordan, and they were like, "That's all I needed." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Oh, they, that was insane. They they came out like they'd been disrespected for well, 16 years. Yeah, I was, and which they, they have. have. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even close, though. I know. And I just, like, I love listening to the media talk about Baker Mayfield yeah. because, A, his commercials are hilarious. Yeah, are. But he is just such a weird player. And a weird dude on top yeah. of it. And I think that a lot of people saw, like, Johnny Manziel yeah. come out and they're like, here's another Johnny. It's like 2.0, right? Yeah. But he's not. No. Not. And because I think the difference is Johnny c- couldn't get out of his own way. Yeah. A lot of what Baker does is intentional. Yeah. Johnny, I think, had a little bit of a little bit too much party mentality. Yes, right. Which Baker has just like, you know, has Baker's a wife. Just weird. Chill at home. Yeah. Does he really have a wife? Yeah. OK, I didn't know that. Don't you watch the commercials? Yeah, but I didn't know that was real. I think that's his wife. She's not, a, well, she's not a very good actress, so I'm guessing it's his real wife. <laughs> Jared says it's real, so I yeah. trust Jared. I mean, she's making the smoothie and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just, I, I don't know why I assumed. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's because, maybe it's because in my mind he's Baker Mayfield and not, I don't know. No. But, uh, so speaking of him, I think this is, I don't know, the, I was looking at the matchups. So you have Tom Brady and Drew Brees, which is like the old guard. And why are you rolling your eyes? No, that's just, mm. and then that's you have, my, that's my game. Well, I know that's your game. I don't want you to think I'm being critical. No, no, I know. Okay, okay. I'm just thinking ahead to that game and my my heart oh, rate. Oh, fair, yes. So, but I like it's just weird because I have very vivid memories of watching these quarterbacks as a kid. Like, yeah. and maybe not as a kid, like a six year old, but like as a teenager, you know. And in my parents' house, watching with my parents, and here we are, in our 30s, watching these guys play. Yeah. It's insane to me. And then the flip side is you have Baker and Patrick Mahomes, which to me is like the new guard. I just think that's so, it's a, such a cool storyline. It's going to get completely yeah. overblown. Everyone's going to talk about it, but I will love it because yeah. it's just so, it's fun. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I was listening to something and, and it was like there's there's four quarterbacks that are over yeah. 35, one that's like 
20 or 35 i don't know and then the rest are under 25 it's and then to think that these quarterbacks have been in the league for as long as they are and just now finally we're starting to get a little turnover shows you how how few people can succeed in the nfl at that spot and also it kind of makes you wonder like a lot of these teams are just trying to find the diamond in the rough. They're trying to find their Patrick Mahomes. Even they're trying to find their Aaron Rodgers. You know, he wasn't drafted real high. And they're just trying to find a quarterback that maybe they don't have the opportunity to draft them early on. Right. And so let's see what we can get later in the draft and hope that they're good. And it's like there's this whole 10-year gap where there just aren't great quarterbacks or they haven't or they if haven't they're landed w- yes, in the right place. I was just going to say that or if they were they didn't hit the spot that yes. they needed to hit, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it also brings up an interesting point about um I don't like that the way that the NFL does their draft. I think that it should be more yes. of a lottery the way the NBA does it. I do it. too. I actually had never really thought about this until the tanking situation a couple yeah. and we all know teams tank, but that was weird and I just like it shouldn't be that hard. No. It shouldn't be. No. This is... I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. You know what I'm about to say. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Guys. Who run the world? <laughs> Girls. <laughs> anyway, do you want to talk about basketball? Sure. All right, NBA? Let's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's do a quick break. Uh, we are also brought to you, of course, by Authentic Brand. Authentic Brand is more than just your source for official cycling gear. With an amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, jackets, caps, bags, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out at online at authentic-brand.com. Look authentic. Feel authentic. Be, be authentic. authentic. All right. We'll be right back and talk some hoops. All right, Elisa, let's just rip the Band-Aid off. (sighs) Men's basketball. You know what? We're not good. No. Next. Yeah, we don't need to rehash this in detail. Listen, here's the thing. (laughs) Okay, tell me the thing. Xavier Foster, injury that he's had since high school. What? What? Did Did you mean to say Xavier Foster? Xavier Foster. Okay. Wait. Xavier no, you're right. You're right. I in my head I had Hutchinson because of football. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like the wrong X. <laughs> yes, I did. I'm like sorry. When, no, like, I'm sorry. Clearly, I'm still holding on to the happy no. times. Like when I thought that Fred Hoiberg was the one that licked his lips, <laughs> and that was Steve, Steve Prom. <laughs> this is this is that what's was the happening. Same thing. Yep, same All right. thing. It was just trying you to protect me. I'm sorry. Did you see my face? Yes, I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the wrong okay. Xavier. Xavier Foster. Yeah. Sorry. He's <laughs> having surgery on his foot. And it's an injury that he's had since high mm-hmm. school. Um, I think that he just thought that it would maybe go away. I think we all have those injuries. Am I right? <laughs> I had a... I had a cyst on my wrist that I just thought would go away. Finally, they cut it out, and now I just have a massive scar on my wrist that everyone thinks is, like, from getting in a knife fight. You should start telling people that you did. I'd believe you. I do. Anyways, old injury. I think that he saw the writing on the wall and was like, let me get out for 12 weeks. Look, I, it just, I don't know. Jared has done some really nice columns about 
his expectations. And I think we were all fools thinking that, you know, we'd made some real progress and not that we hadn't made progress, but I think we were all holding on to something that wasn't necessarily accurate. And Jared called it. So props to you. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about this earlier. Like is, I was thinking, you know, let me just be optimistic is is isu basketball just a series of unfortunate events like xavier foster goes down with this injury that he's had forever apparently can't play through it really really hurts get surgery yeah for for sure sure. for sure that's the right choice to make obviously but then we think about like what this team could have been halliburton could have stayed why are you doing this so uh, listen to the end of it though like right. see, see this thing through like Halliburton could have stayed should he have no probably not <laughs> Horton Tucker could have stayed should he have probably not. no but I think that I think that when when Prom was putting together this team he was seeing this full team as these players not knowing that they you know would be amazing and great and everything that they should be and okay so he's a great recruiter of guys who are going to eventually play in the nba caleb grill uh, transfers to unlv and just yeah now he's mcbuckets So, so say you have. Ty- I wish. Say you have Tyrese. I wish you could have made a grill pun there. I I'm a little know. pissed you didn't. But I keep know. Going. You're, li- be better. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you have Horton Tucker at a th- the three. You have Caleb Grill actually making shots. So you have a, a three. Like you have a two guard who is an, a legitimate three point threat, and then you have Xavier Foster and then Solomon Young. So you have this team that looks really good, and we've just lost four of these players due to a series of unfortunate events. But then you look a little bit closer, and it's like, okay, even when he had, like, Bab and Wigington and Horton Tucker Mm -hmm. and Young and Jacobson, yeah, you win the Big 12 tournament, but then you get beat by number 11 Ohio, like 11 Seed? seed Ohio State. And so it's like, what are, like, do these teams really know who they are? Do they have a leader? And I think that that's the biggest issue. So we look at, like, what Horton Tucker's doing. He's doing great, you know, in in the NBA. Is he the leader of that team? Hell no. no. Right. LeBron is the leader, the GM, the coach, the everything of that team. Like, and Tyrese is doing great. Like, is he the leader of that team? No. Also, he's not. Like, sorry, but he's not. Fox is the leader of that team. You know, he's in Sacramento now, and he is making other players better but I don't think that he's a leader of that team and so you have a bunch of really great guys but you don't have any leaders or kind of and I, I agree with you and Jared also put it as you don't have an identity yeah you don't have an identity you don't have you and to have a leader you kind of have to have a little bit of an ego and what we've heard about Prom is that he doesn't like egos he wants you know team above all else and it's like well if you have team above all else then nobody is rising above as that leader you're right and Jared and I talked about it too it's like you don't have the guy with the killer instinct yes Yep, exactly. And and it and I do that's an interesting point. Um I think everybody agrees Steve is a great guy and like a very genuinely good human being. But what made Fred so successful is that he knew how to manage the, there were a lot of things that yes. made him successful. I don't mean to, but he knew how to manage egos, not yep. necessarily knock them down. Yep. And you know, I that has been something that has been lacking, I think is trying to figure out how to 
either allow that killer instinct to come through or to develop that killer instinct or at least if you don't have the killer instinct try to figure out how to what is the identity right. I, like you're not gonna see bolton like beat his chest over standing over a guy after he dunks on him you're just not and i you, need that guy though. yeah and you know and if if that's not the kind of t- if that's not the kind of team that coach prom wants to have fine but there's got to be a way to let that energy through a different way a different outlet then. right and if you're not going to have that team then you need to be splashing threes like the women's team yeah they're go ahead i think that these teams have all been a reflection of their head coach to an extent yeah that's a great put way to put it i mean I, I, how many great coaches out there that like are winning you know, going to Final Fours and winning national championships and stuff like that, the first thing you say about their coach, well, he's a great guy. Yeah. Well, it's like Saban last night. Like, say, and I'm, they're different sports, I get it, but, like, Saban's not a likable guy. Well, <laughs> he's not. He's an asshole. No. Well, I mean, and it, you don't have to be an asshole to be successful, but you have to have a little bit of a swag to you. Yeah. I think you have to have an ability to impose your will on people. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, like, and impose your... Uh, I mean, I guess your will is the best way well, to put it. But that's like why Chris Beard, in my mind, that's why he's so good. Yeah. I think his players are terrified of him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in, like in a good way. Yeah. yeah. You know, and if you look at what Chris Beard has done just as a coach generally, yeah, this is something that I think is like, think about what Iowa State has been even during the Fred years, like all the way through to now, they have these runs like where they'll mm-hmm. go on a run and be really good for, you know, three, four games. Right. And then what happens then they have a stinker yep. or two stinkers or two weeks full of stinkers. And it's like, they don't have this ability to sustain the success, you know? And that's where like, you look at what Chris Beard has done, not only at Texas tech, but at little rock and like all these other places that he's been, his teams always have an ability to sustain success because they don't lose to the teams that they shouldn't, shouldn't very lose often, to. right? you know? And so like, that's why when, when Texas Tech, they come in like they're going to go most years, they're going to go like 12 and six, you know, 13 and five and so on down the line. But those losses are going to be to Kansas. Yeah, to the teams they are you, arguably should lose. To, yeah, right? it, and they're all going to be good games. Yeah. They're not going to lose to TCU. Yeah. They're not going to lose to Iowa State when they're bad. Like, And that's what it takes, you know, to win co- regular season conference championships. That's what it takes to win uh, national championships. And right now, like there's it's too erratic you know mm-hmm. and the program is too erratic and and that's where i see i don't know if it would have been different with fred even with like the 17 right 16 17 team 15 16 team but like both of those teams underachieved right i mean if we're being honest yeah every every good team he's had is underachieved and there's never been a point where you at the end of the season you could sit there and be like this team like what the football team just did. I was did. just going to say that. Like you have, we've never been like, they maxed out what they possibly could be right. because they haven't. And I don't know, like, I don't know how you fix that. You know, I mean, we can't fix it. What happened in the past, <laughs> but that's just where, like, I feel like there's some soul searching that needs to be done. With I the agree program with you. Moving forward. And I, I think I sent this to both of you in our group chat, but I worry because fans are still, fans are still mad. Um, but we're bordering on apathy, and that's a very scary place for a fan base to be, especially Iowa State, the Iowa State basketball fan base. Yeah. And that's maybe what bums me out more than anything right now. Right. If you lose Hilton Magic, like, what's it going to take to get it back? Well, 
and especially in a league like where the Big 12 yes. is at right now, so many of these teams aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. You just fall further and further behind. And if you lose Hilton Magic, which is like your one thing, and like that's your selling point is like the fan base and how much mania there is about Iowa State basketball. If you start to lose that, like – how, you know, it, look how long it's taken Oklahoma State to dig out of the hole that they're in. Yeah. I mean, you can't – not everybody can be Texas Tech where you mm-hmm. go and sign like – you don't – Chris Beards don't grow on trees. Right. You know, and who knows if a Chris Beard Put would really – Put that on a T-shirt. Who knows, like, if Chris Beard would really work here. Mm-hmm. Like, the, just because of – they don't play an overly – Same style, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they don't play an overly thrilling style of basketball. But that's, like, what, in my mind, I'm like, they, they just – they can't afford to fall too much further. Mm-hmm. You're finishing ninth or tenth in the Big 12 three out of the last four years. Yeah. I think that what you're saying, too, about coaches, like we were watching a little bit of the Michigan-Wisconsin uh, game as we are coming up here. Like what Juwan Howard, I think, has done with Michigan is – basically that like I think that the players like if they don't if they're not afraid of him they at least respect him like he's really come in with a plan and with aggression and I think that he turns out as a phenomenal coach and I think that that's like that's what you need is you just need somebody who has a little bit I don't want to say like that is a celebrity but just has, has a swag. little yeah has a little bit of swag you know like is puffed up in their chest yeah. a little bit like has a little bit of like do you know who I am mm-hmm. I, think, I, agree I just with think that. that that's what we need and that's what like Hilton Magic needs like Hilton Magic is a little bit of do you know who we are do you know like, what you're, you're walking com- into yeah, yeah you're coming in here do you know who we are because like we're a fan base here you know like we're you go to a bowl game do you know who Iowa State is exactly yeah, right. you know who Iowa State is because right. we're showing up to this ball game. Like, I just think that that's the kind of coach that we need. Like, we don't need a timid, quiet, I'm not going to tell you what's going on. I have, you know, I have my special way. You know, I, I you know, I'm, I'm doing something back here. And, you know, what I, I'm really growing these men. And, you know, I'm, I'm really growing them into be, right. you, know, like, you know, when they when they grow up, I want them to be successful men. And it's like, no, I want them to be successful basketball players for the four years that they're here. And I... I would argue that those things don't have to be mutually exclusive no, either. Exactly. And that's what pisses me off. Yes. Well, and I think like you don't necessarily need a guy who is a yeller and a screamer. No, right. But like when is the last time and I want to add to this. I have not made a determination either way on what I think I, yeah, Iowa, you've State, been, you've Iowa been, State should do. Right. I I can I can see the merits of both sides I of it. I can too. And it's one of those things where I'm waiting until the end of the year before I, think, I truly jump on a and side. And I think that's fair because yeah. it's a weird – we also have to acknowledge it's a super weird year. But there are things that Steve does that I can sit there and just objectively I can be – I don't agree with mm-hmm. that, you know. And one of them is the way that he sometimes approaches his press conference. Yes. Where Thank you for saying and this. It, and I would tell him this. Like just if me and him were having a conversation, we're sitting having beers, and it was like – I would say like, man, I don't – I don't like the way that sometimes when you get challenged and they're like, you come out and you, and you try and it over inflate what you guys have done, Yeah, you know? And I thought that this past week when he came out and said on Saturday, when he came out and said, I'm embarrassed, I'm disappointed. I was and like, like, finally, and bro. Up to the standard like that in my mind, that's like, we should have came, like it should have been at this point a year ago. Yes. I completely agree with that. And, and it's not saying, it's not coming out and always saying like, well, we've done it here before we've done this, we've done that. It's like, like, no, man, you we, have not done it yeah. consistently enough to sit here and tell me that you've done it before. If coach K came in here and said, well, we've done it before. Okay. Scott drew bill self, you know, like guys that for 20 years have been doing it. That's fine. You know, 20 plus, you know, coach K damn near 40 years, mm-hmm. but 
like with Steve, I just have not seen his teams consistently do that enough for me to hear him say that and, and believe that, you right. know, if I'm a fan, I sit there and I'm like, I'm like, it's like a rallying cry in a sense. Yeah. But if, if I'm a fan right now and I hear him say that, I'm like, all right, dude. No, Whatever. I, and I think it's, I think it is truly up until Saturday when he, you know, he said embarrassed and we're not living up to it. I think it was having the opposite effect that he was intending it to. And I don't, I don't know if he was oblivious to that or what, like, I think he thought he was doing, I think everything he does is genuine. I mean that like, I, but I just wanted to be like, that's not helping like right. the, the kindness and the, um, the patience you're showing right now, that's not helping. Right. Like we're past that. Right. I, so I could totally agree with you. And like when he came out and said, you know, just winning or just being close yeah. is not good enough. Yeah. That's the first, like, that's the first time I sat there and I was like, no, yeah, shit. you're <laughs> yeah. right, dude. Like, yeah. yeah, it's not, but that's what has been is that's what frustrates me mm -hmm. is you're is, not alone. It, and that's just because, you know, I want them to have success. Yeah. And at the same time, I want him to have success I do too. because I like him. Exactly. And it's like you, but at the same time, it's like you have to be willing to self-reflect and come at it and be like, okay, maybe I'm not always right. Right. You know, and that's where I will say, I think that when we look back on this five years from now, whatever, you know, say for instance, I don't think that it probably will be the last year of Steve Prom. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I have not made a determination either way, but I think that one of his biggest failings will be the way that he put his staff together. And that's just my personal opinion, because I don't think that he has necessarily the right people around him yeah. to push him to make some of those changes that right. he needs to. And it's, and you know, I think D Rob has done a great job. I, I would not put him into that category. Yeah. I don't even, James Kane probably hasn't been around long enough to, to, yeah. to fit here or fit in that category. But there's one person who has been on his staff for the entire time that I think that anybody can sit here and objectively say, what if, what has he done? Right. And he's been with him forever. Right. You know? So that's just where in my mind, like I, I'm frustrated because I, I, I want to see him get better, but I think like it's going to get to the end of the year. And if I'm Jamie Pollard, like, you know, and you're going to bring him back next year is big dance or bust. I bro. totally agree like, with that. And, and there's no other option at that point. And whatever changes you've got to make to do that, you got to make them. And like I said, like that, this could all turn around. They could come back. They could go. Kansas, you know, who well, knows with Kansas, maybe they go down there and win on Saturday. I don't think they will. That's the hard part is the schedule is rough. Yeah. And so the other hit that came on uh, Monday was that the game in this week's game against K-State got postponed because K-State has COVID issues. And that was one of the most winnable games on this next stretch of the schedule. And that su just sucks not to have that. Yeah. Don't know if they would have won or not, but it was the best opportunity for yeah. a win. I think that, like – with everything said, he's a phenomenal recruiter. Yeah. And I think that he can still tell guys, look at these guys that I yes. put in the N NBA, not just at Iowa State. Like, look at these yes. everywhere that I've been. Look at these guys that I've put in in the NBA. So he does still have that opportunity to turn it around. Yeah. And he just needs to do a little soul searching. I mean, if you if you were to come and tell me, like, I put guys in the NBA, and as a fan, I'd say, you're a great strength and conditioning coach then. I don't want to, I don't want a head right. coach that puts guys in the NBA because then they're, they're only here for a year. Like Tyrese is, is backing him up on Twitter and it's like, why didn't you stay and play with them a couple more years then? Huh? Right. I no, I get it. it. It's like a, it's a double edged sword because right. you want to be able to say that to recruits. Like right. I, but, but I, as a fan, right. 
And you and you have to be able to do both as a right. reality. Right. I, it would be great if you put guys in the NBA after they played for you a couple <laughs> years. Well, and, and I also think that there's a point to be made there where, okay, Tyrese went to the NBA, Taylor went to the NBA. I mean, I think it would be hard for any of us to sit here and say that those guys could, couldn't have gone to the be, NBA for anybody from for the anybody. beginning. Yeah. Right. I mean, they showed no, up at right. Iowa State and were good enough probably to go to the NBA. And that's the thing is that, like, it's not that he's turning them into NBA guys. He has he has the recruiting eye to get people here. So he's a great recruiter. He's not a great developer. Right. And so what yeah. is it he's saying and to these? And team builder. Yeah. And what is he he's saying to these guys to get them here? Like, I have connections at the NBA. Like, what is it? You need to turn it around and you need to start saying, I can take you from being, you know, uh, uh, you're not going to get drafted to second round draft. You know, like, that's what I want to hear out of yeah. you if I'm, a, if I'm a high school student. Well, and let me ask you guys this. Of guys who have been here and have played multiple seasons, not came and sat for a year mm-hmm. and then started playing. No, like came here and, from, and they played two or three years. Which ones have gotten better? There's an argument to be made that they've gotten worse. I would say there's an argument to be made that most of them have. Yes. The majority. Yeah. I mean, look at the guys that have been on no, this I team know. for three years. I, it's a weird phenomenon. I mean, there's really only one. Yeah. No, or, I, right. And Solomon. Right. I mean, and Solomon basically is just the same that he's always he been. He had potential. Like, I remember when he first got here that I felt like, okay, like he could do something. He could, he could be that dominating person. He could be that guy with the swag. And I just feel like he's just been... It just looks, and it's not just him, this team just looks like they're not enjoying themselves. And that's not what we're hearing from, you know, like we're hearing the practices are going well and things like that, but it just doesn't look that way, which is concerning also. It's a tough time to go out there too. Like in light of everything, it's a really hard time to be out there, to be worried that the person, you know, that you're guarding could have COVID. Yeah, like, and you're right. I'm staying at home as much as possible. I'm not and, out there, you know, playing ball and that's, with anybody. And that's why I think, we, you know, we have to be careful because it's, these criticisms are all fair and valid, but it's just, it's a weird year to pull a trigger. And so I think we yeah. also as a fan base need to recognize, and there's monetary implications because of what was lost. So as we get impatient, which we have, we already are, and we will grow more impatient, just keep that yeah. in mind. I'm just worried that people now see that they can watch the, the games at home. Are they going to come back next year when we can have fans again? I don't know. I don't know. Will we ever get Hilton Magic back? I think we will, but I I don't know if it's under. Only if they I, change the clone cones to be flavored. <laughs> Raspberry and lemon. I, I think that if, um, it would be like easier to sit here and say, like, okay, we shouldn't make these criticisms because of COVID. If it, if hit, it hadn't been in If this had not issue. been happening Agreed. Before, I totally agree you know? with you. Agreed. Like, Duke, you can sit and say, like, I think that clearly yes. COVID is causing yeah. some serious issues in that program. Yeah. But, right, I, like, right now right. at Iowa State, when, like, when, again, two of the last three years previous to you're this. Right. And then the one team that did not finish and last was considerably underachieved. You're yeah. not wrong. I just, I just, and the reason I thought about that is to Elise's point, like, we don't know mentally what the, what this is. Yeah. But the flip side of it is we just watched a football team figure it out for a very long season so and clearly that was all based on the leadership so and also props to Iowa State for not having a ton of COVID games canceled because of you yourself have COVID would it, would it shock you guys though if like it, on this current streak 
like the way that it's going right now. The thing with this Kansas State game, in my mind, they could have won that and it could reinvigorate I, something. Yes. If you don't, if you move that until February now, yeah. and you've got Kansas, I know Texas Tech, Texas, yeah. and what Oklahoma State again, yeah. and then like, and then you got to play Baylor again, yeah. I think. So okay, you lose all five of those. Now you're zero and ten, and then you play Kansas State. Like, I mean, at that point, what the hell does it matter? Right, like, who knows what the state of the team will be then? No, right? I agree. Just give me my my brown paper bag of lunch and let me go home yeah and there's a i don't know it's it all it's sucks. not where i thought you were going with the brown paper bag <laughs> if i'm being honest give me my 40 and let me peace well i thought you meant you were gonna put it on your head oh yeah like the ain'ts yeah the ain'ts yeah the ain'ts of our childhood that was before i was a fan <laughs> i was bandwagon um do you want to talk about women's basketball a little happier sure did you see the news today i didn't so one of their 2021 recruiting class did you I see did. this okay yeah <laughs> so izzy zingaro decided she's gonna come and join the cyclones now for the start of the this upcoming semester and it sounds like um coach fenley and her had been talking and her team wasn't working out it just didn't she kind of felt stuck up there and so she enrolled in some extra classes to graduate early so that if the opportunity arose she could join the team and she is so what was the situation juco or she was in high school I think high school. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think I'm not sure what their their COVID situation is, but I just know her team was not playing. Yeah. Because um, she, she'll be an incoming yeah. freshman. That makes sense. So she, this and it's they they were very smart about this because this year obviously it doesn't count against her eligibility. Yeah. Going forward because of all the rules due to COVID, so she's basically getting a free, um, well six months, you know, really. Great. And she. Um, She's a big. She's six four. Yeah. And this team is really fun to watch. They uh, broke a school record for three pointers on Sunday. They scored nineteen. But the one thing I feel like they're missing is another big. Like if Ashley Ashley Jones is not your traditional big anyway. Right. But if she gets in trouble or she's having an off night or they figured out how to guard her and the threes aren't falling, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah. And not that we should put this pressure on this, you know, 17 or yeah. 18 year old girl to come in and make a big change, but at least she's a body. Yeah. And I think they're being intentionally vague about, you know, whether they expect her to be in shape or ready to roll. But it yeah. did sound like they just, you know, they're going to pl- be optimistic yeah. and try to get her a sneaker in a few minutes here. And there. Yeah. I just think it's crazy. Like she's in Canada, she's going to come and then she could be on the court. In That's a, amazing. In a month, so even just as a decoy. I mean, exactly. That's a big girl just down on the post as a decoy. You cannot cheat out on the on the three pointers. Yes. If you have a big body down there. And it's just it's really exciting because obviously she was going to be a big piece of this team next year. But just to give her that extra time, um, even if it doesn't contribute to a lot of points or, you know, a lot of stats this year just yeah. to give her the extra reps and the extra time on campus and the extra time with the team just think of how much more progress will be made you know at the beginning of the season yeah. next year and I think especially as a big like one of the big <laughs> one of the big things coming from the high big school for the, bigs. the big big things for the bigs um, coming from high school to college is yeah. that she was probably the biggest person yeah. she plays against and now there's going to be other big especially bodies in the big 12 the yeah. yeah so just getting used to like rebounding yeah I it, think is going to be and a the big flow thing and the speed yeah we watched these freshmen this year struggle with that at the beginning yes. of the season and even just in you know the month uh, the last month or so they've made huge strides yes. so um speaking of freshmen Lexi Donarski had 25 points on Sunday she was seven of nine from deep so she was the uh big 12 freshman of the week and it was her birthday I so I just guys 
I've said this over and over again, and I know it's annoying, but like you have to watch them. They're fun. And especially when the men's basketball team is, you know, kind of not necessarily the spark that we all are used to, just turn them on sometime. They're almost always on it's ESPN plus or ESPN U and occasionally they get thrown on ESPN too. Yeah. You don't have to sit and watch the whole thing, but just they're fun. Do we have a special code for ESPN plus where if you sign up through our code, we get a kickback? Yeah, you have to ask Chris for that, though. We'll, I'll ask him, and we'll tweet it out. Okay, we'll let y'all know. Yeah. Um, Bridget re-signed with the links. Did you see that? Did. Love it. Love it. I swear, we are going to do a road trip up there when Oh, yeah, safe. for sure. And I don't care if it's like... A. <laughs> I don't care if it's six minivans. We all pile in. <laughs> I don't care. We are doing it. I'm there. Um, I, I, I'm debating on whether I want to talk about this. Let's not talk about it. The okay. last thing on the list. Can we talk about the penny real quick before Y'all, we go? The penny. Jared doesn't even know about this. Sunday night, I'm putting the baby back to sleep, and I hear coughing from my four-year-old's room. And she has asthma, and so sometimes at night she coughs a little bit. And so I said, Arnold, go get her her inhaler. He goes in there. He brings her downstairs. She's in tears. She said that she swallowed a coin. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> a coin. A coin. I said, like, money. I'm only laughing now because I know right. the, she's okay, I said, by the so, way. like, money? And she's like, yeah. Like, bawling. And I was like, okay, don't know what to do. Call my mom. <laughs> because that's obviously. Right. right. Every- my mom's like, I don't know what to do. Here's the phone number for Mercy On Call. Call it. It's Iowa City. You're no help, no, mom. it's not going to work. I called 911. Yeah, I, I would just have did it. I didn't know what to do. The lady was not very nice on dispatch. She said, I can't help you make any decisions. Okay. Wait, can we <laughs> pause for a second? Isn't that kind of her job? I don't know. Okay. She said do you want um do you want me to send out paramedics and i said i don't know i don't know if this is an emergency or not yeah i need to know like that's, what to do maybe and her. that's what i'm asking like i feel like she should be able to tell you right. if this is an emergency. and she goes i cannot make medical decisions for you ma'am and i said it's miss to you <laughs> ma'am um, listen ma'am it's yeah. miss <laughs> i'm young she's four okay do the math <laughs> I'm a young mom. <laughs> I'm not just a regular mom. Right. I'm a cool mom. I'm cute. I know you can't tell through the phone, but I'm cute. <laughs> I'm wearing something cute right now. <laughs> I'm not in leggings. Were you in leggings? Yeah, duh. <laughs> All right, go on. I'm sorry. Okay. So I say, you know what? Listen, don't send them. I've got this. Yeah. We live four minutes yep. away from Mercy. So I pack her up, drive to Mercy. Are we going to the doctor? Yeah. Yeah, Rosa, we are. Yeah, Rosa, we are mm-hmm. going to the doctor. <laughs> that makes me giggle. I said, hmm. What? Oh, no. First, before we go, I take out a bunch of coins, and I say, point to the one you swallowed. She points to a penny. So you knew it was a penny. So I knew it was a penny. And I knew she wasn't That was lying. smart, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. That, the nurse I told wouldn't... me that was smart, too. Because... First of all, she has these little like felt coins. Yeah. And I was like, I want to make sure you didn't swallow a felt coin because that's a different situation. Um, and she said like her throat hurt. She was like pointing to her throat and her throat hurt and stuff. And so I was like, I want to know what we're dealing with here. So I showed her some coins and she immediately pointed to the penny. So I also knew she wasn't lying. Yeah. She, yeah. she um, has lied about a couple things recently. Uh, so knew she wasn't lying, packed her up. She's giggling on the way. Um, we put a mask on, head into the ER. She's skipping into the ER. This girl's just. Girl needs some entertainment. She's thrilled. 
to be at the doctor. We get in there. I say, this girl thinks she swallowed a penny. They say, ah, yep. <laughs> We're standing there. Out walks two sheriffs with a inmate between the two of them leaving the ER. Yep. Cool. Then um, from the other direction, someone comes mopping up blood. Good. That apparently I just didn't notice and walked perfect. over. Perfect. This is the awesome. perfect ER trip. Yeah, love it. Uh, so they they we get in there, take our vitals and everything, whatever. Um, we get into the room. They tell me this is the fourth one that night. One of them was the doctor's kid. Oh, <laughs> I know. So um, they say, Rosa, what's your favorite movie? Frozen is my favorite movie. Great, let's turn it on. And I said, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> they need a distraction. Clearly. Yeah, it's nine thirty yeah. at night. I don't want. I don't want to watch Frozen. Right. Fine. Let's watch Frozen. So my nightmare begins. Um, anyway, so we sit there, watch Frozen. They come in. They they bring in the x-ray mm-hmm. machine to do on her. And so they have me, like, step out a little bit. And they lay her down. They do the x-ray real quick. And I look at it. And it's shocking. And I say, holy beep. Bleep, mm-hmm. Cover my mouth. And the nurse goes, yeah, shocking. And, I mean, they look at it. Okay, because it wasn't. It's shocking because it was in her belly. It's shocking because it's like her bones are light and everything, and then there's the just penny. this penny. Yeah, like an actual penny is in your kid's yeah. body. Yeah, I get it. And it's like that does not belong, belong there. Yep. And so it's like, well, she wasn't lying. And so um, they they leave. They're happy with that picture. She continues to watch Frozen, singing her little heart out. The doctor comes in moments later, says, listen, um, I skipped you ahead of the, another patient because this is going to be quick and dirty. It's in her stomach. It's going to pass. Here's 45 plastic gloves. To peel it out of her poo? To dig it out of yeah. her crap. So... <laughs> Last night, she has has her first. (laughs) She has her first little shit. It's a floater, thank God, thank God, it's a floater. So I put on the glove and then two plastic bags, dig it out of there, smush it up. No penny, no penny. So wrap it up, put her to sleep. Every 10 seconds. I need to poop. Mm -hmm. I need to poop. She thinks this is a game at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she doesn't poop. So then I get a message from my dad and he's like, hey, somebody told me that you can use a metal detector to Um, detect the penny. Oh my God. (laughs) I have two. My dad is big into metal detecting. Mm -hmm. Um, If you see him out of the playground, he's not a creep. He's He's just metal detecting. You find the best things at the bottom of the slides. So, so he brings this little, like, little metal detector that can go into the water. Okay. Um, and we think it might work on our body. I try it on her body and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I can't sense it on her body or anything. So she spends today at my in-laws and we get a call at like two that she had a BM, which yep. is what my mother-in-law calls it. She has a B- she had a BM. I put the thing in there and it beeped. Great. Dig out dig out the penny. Oh, I flushed it. <gasps> you didn't even think to dig out the penny? Elisa. <laughs> 
so we think that she passed it she did because the metal detector it wouldn't be this is the first time that we've used it in the pot on her Elisa, why did you not why did you flush it I didn't flush it. <gasps> oh my God. The in-laws flush it. Yeah. I see what you're saying. She thought, okay, it's clearly <gasps> in there. Flushed it I, down. When you said we, I thought you were there. Oh no, this is so much worse. Yeah. That's why you did the eye rub. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Um, bless her heart. My mother-in-law I know. flushed it. Yeah. Bless her heart. So do you, are you going to keep checking for a while? I don't know what to do. I feel like you should. I'm Just probably for, going to. No, you so know, this, can, we, we stuck the little thing down in there in an empty pot. Yeah. It did not. Beat. Okay. That's what I was going to say. You have to like we, do a process yeah, elimination. We held it up to a penny. It did beat. Okay. This is a good sign. So you, all things are pointing to that little penny was in yes. that little poop. Yeah. But I just wish we could have dug through it. For peace of mind. For peace of mind. To see the pee, see the penny in the right to close to close the book, see what year it was, <laughs> tape it in her. I would have put it in her baby book, baby book, yeah, for sure, absolutely. I would have done the same thing, yeah. no question. I'd like to know how clean it got in there, although I don't have anything to compare it to. So, who knows? Um, my dad does have a stronger metal detector that we may try. Um, I I am pretty sure. Everything that I've read says that it, it's typically within 48 yeah. hours and we're hitting 48 hours right now. So chances are good that the penny was in that poop that is now in my in-laws sewage somewhere. Yeah. So there you go. On the way there, however, I did remember that my, this happened to my old boss like mm-hmm. four years ago. So I called him and I was like, what do I have to expect? Well, his son, it got stuck in his mm, esophagus and they scary. had to put him out yep. and take it out. Yeah. And he said, if it goes to the stomach, you're fine. Yeah. So I knew if it's down far enough. Oh, oh my gosh. And I knew that it wasn't stuck no, anywhere right. because she's just, she was giggly. Giddy. Right. Just pleased to be there. Kids are weird. No. And I'm trying to reassure her like hospitals make right. us help No, me, she honey. was, she was pumped. No. And we're walking and she, she tells the nurse, Hey man, broccoli makes you healthy. The guy's like, yeah, this is proof that our children need some entertainment. This is proof that this child is going to kill me. You know, that's also potential kill me. I think Nora might kill me too. So <sighs> Malcolm better be the, cal- do you have one calm one and one crazy one? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. For Corey is definitely that. the calm one Thank. I can't figure out which of me and my brother are the calm and crazy one. <laughs> that Sam- probably means you're nuts. <laughs> it's probably me. <laughs> Sam's the crazy one, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My sister is nuts. I love her. Yeah. She was definitely the, the wild one. There's always one. Jared's so. the wild one. We know that. Mm-hmm. I stopped listening. So. He, he stopped when you were digging through the poo. <laughs> yeah. He stopped when the floater showed up. Anyways. Well, well, when I heard that you, it, it passed, most likely done. ended, ended <laughs> Tragically. Okay. Well, ended okay. I was like, oh, okay. Didn't end up Okay. It ended I, up with me just remaining also sleepless. It's, it's for hilarious four more to me nights. how you go in like with this embarrassed my kid ate a penny and they're yeah. like, Oh no, we've seen yeah. it. It's just a good reminder that someone's always done something yeah. worse. <laughs> and you're good. It's not like right. you're I, I just it's like I took her piggy bank and Malcolm's piggy mm-hmm. bank out of her reach. It's probably good. 
She's gonna kill you. Nora's gonna kill me. This is we're gonna listen back to this in ten yes. years and we're gonna be like, Yeah, we were uh, right. Gray hairs, y'all. All yeah. of the gray All hairs. All the gray hairs. Um, Jared came through and brought me a present from the Fiesta Bowl. He did. Mm-hmm. That did. Yeah. He did. He deserves some props for that. <laughs> from He's, the airport. Well, it's really hard. It was, I didn't go anywhere. It's true. That's true. Like. It's it, a good present. It's a Diamondbacks yeah. t-shirt. It's very nice. I mean, it'd be easier to buy. Like, I didn't get Chris. I got Chris something from the airport, too. Yeah. It's hard to go and, like, get someone a gift when you. No. I mean, I, I literally went to my. I went from the airport to the hotel. Yeah. And then I went to the game and like everything I needed as far as eating and stuff was, was at the hotel mm-hmm. so I never really left the hotel besides to go to the game and then to go and try and catch my flight which then I went to another hotel and then I went to it was a good trip for you again it looks like a tri-blend it's nice it says fanatics on the inside too I, did you notice yeah that? I noticed that I did not I this is you you did good Jared for <laughs> once damn it <laughs> I well when I went to the first airport so there's two different airports that I had to go to in Phoenix the first one was well Mm. So I flew into the Sky Harbor, and then I was a yeah. fly out of the other one. This other one looked like a place that we would have flown into when I was at Simpson, and it was like... Jared warned me. He's like, I don't... I'm the quality of your gift might not be very good. And I was walking around the gift shops in this place, and I'm like... I'm looking around, and I was like, man, this is... Because uh, I told you I was going to bring you a pack of gum. Yeah. And I, when I was walking through this place, I was like, damn, yeah, I'm literally going to have to take her a pack of gum. And, uh, Some drama mean. Yeah. Hey, I love a good drama mean, okay? Uh, and I, you know, I finally... After being at the airport for six hours, mm-hmm. my flight finally was canceled. Uh, so then I was like, oh, well, at least I know I'm going to be able to go to a better gift shop tomorrow. <laughs> the silver linings in life, right? <laughs> so you did good, Jared. You got, you got my props. All right. Anything else? Nothing. All right. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another exciting episode of Title Nine. <laughs> go Cyclones. Go State.